Good morning, everybody. Here, gathered here, gathered virtually. Let me begin with a reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. This is after Jesus had been crucified and risen, and this is one of the last times he sees the disciples. It, it reads, The eleven made their way to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus told them to go. When they saw Jesus, they fell down and worshipped, though some doubted what they were seeing. Look at there. It's okay to doubt and be here. Jesus came forward and said to them, God has given me all authority in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and help all people follow me. Baptize them in the name of our heavenly parent God, and in my name, and in the Holy Spirit. Teach them to live out everything I taught you, and know that I am with you always, even until the very end of everything. We hear the voice of God in the reading of these sacred words. Thanks be to God. Hello, Amina and Ali, and all of our friends gathered here today. Today is a very special day because we celebrate a baptism with a cat here with us, a baptism of two dear members of our community. It feels very fitting to be in a home, to be gathered. The church began meeting in homes, and here we are in a home together. We have been working toward this day for months, right? We have been working together. It's been a team effort, a group effort. Amin and Ali, kids of Megan and Eric, they read about baptism in their Bible one day, and they said, why not us too? And Eric and Megan basically said, great question, why not you too? And then Fran and Aurelia and I, the pastors, basically said, yeah, why not you too? And then together today, as a community, you here in person, you gathered virtually, we are all together saying in unison, of course, yes, you too. Because in our opinion, that's basically the message of Jesus. You too, and you, and you, and you, and everyone who, who doesn't even know it yet, all of us are included in God's blessing for this world, in God's hope, and God's work to bring healing and wholeness to this world. Yes, you too. This is basically the work of Jesus and, and what Jesus was always doing. Once people came to him and they said, hey, we found this woman sinning. Can we kill her? And he was like, well, I know your silly rules say you can kill her, but I guess if we're going to do that, then how about the first person who's never messed up? They get to start it. They get to throw the first stone. And they were like, oh, well, I guess there's room in this world for her too. And once Jesus told a story and he said, being part of a church is like, like if you planted a garden and then you looked out at your garden. I know you guys planted a garden out here not too long ago. And you looked out there and you saw that it was now full of weeds in addition to all the good stuff you planted. And Jesus said, 
it's like if you decided to let it all grow up together because if you go stomping around in that garden pulling up weeds you're going to crush the little plants as well and so let it all grow up together because you may not know the harm you're doing them he was telling them make space for even the people you think are weeds because you'll do more harm than good if you insist on having a pure and a perfect and a pristine garden. Once at the end of Jesus' time on earth, and this is what I just read about, Jesus met his closest friends on the top of a mountain and he told them, go into all, all the world and teach people to live like I showed you with my own life and make God's family bigger and bigger and bigger and every time someone wants to let the world know that they are now part of god's family and they want to live the way of jesus in this world then you should baptize them and that's why we're here today now there's nothing magical about baptism it doesn't automatically make you a better person there's no guarantee you're going to pop out of bed and make your bed right away and everything it doesn't make you a superhero it doesn't give you a ticket to heaven or even to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory so what is it it's a promise it's a promise you're making to the world telling everyone you're serious about following the way of Jesus in your life in your school in your home and how you treat your pets and how you treat your family and your friends and even Jesus says your enemies this determines how we treat those that we think are our enemies he says treat them with love once jesus said the greatest person is the one who serves others once jesus said take care of the poor even if all you have to give is a cup of cold water you guys have already been practicing that once jesus said in your life you'll probably get in trouble not for doing the bad thing but for doing the good thing, the right thing, but do the right thing anyways because it makes God happy. Baptism is a big promise to yourself and to others and to God that you want to live the way of Jesus. Baptism is it's not so much about how we do it. Different people baptize in different ways. Some people dunk you all the way into the water and they say the wetter the better. Some people will just sprinkle and spritz you. Some will pour water over your head. Some will just dab it on. The way we do it isn't the most important point. I mean, if we had to say, I forgot the, the water today, I could use spit and we could baptize you. But luckily, <laughs> we have adequate preparations and we don't have to do that. But it's not about how we do it. It's about why we do it. We get baptized as a way to tell the world that we're now in God's family. We want to live the way of Jesus, and we do it in a community. I will never do a private baptism ceremony for just this one person or just these two people. It's a communal thing. We do it in a community because we're promising to the community, and also the community is promising to you that we will help you fulfill this promise that you've made to one another, to yourself, to God, to all those who fill your life. And I absolutely love the way we've gone about getting to today. I've never seen a church do this before. It's been a whole community effort that we have been working on 
for months. We've been working on this together, haven't we, for months. In many churches, if you want to get baptized, you have to go talk to the boring old pastor, maybe memorize some stuff, and you've got to have all the right answers. But we did something different. Together, we dreamed up a five-part journey to baptism. Do you guys remember the five parts? Can you name any of them? Any of them come? Can you remember? Service, yeah. Church or belonging, we called it, yeah. Prayer, prayer and rituals, yeah. We talked about spiritual practices to help you remember that God is always with you. Is that five? I lost it. And service, do we say service? That's five. We'll say that's five. I believe that's five. I'm going to explain these anyways. So, service. Why service? Because we are a doing people, not just a thinking people. The Christian faith is not something you just think about and believe. It's something you do with your lives. It's like love. If I tell you I love you, but I never do love and show you love, you might say, well, those are just words. That doesn't really mean anything. It's something we do. You two and Jana, our lead deacon, you put together these comfort kits for those experiencing homelessness, and then you went and you didn't just throw it at them and run. You met them. You said, here, you know, we love you and God loves you. And my hope and my blessing is that may serving always be woven into your stories of who you are as a Christian. And may that be true for all of us. We talked about beliefs and virtues. You met with um, Joyce and Naomi. We talked, or you talked about the three main virtues of the Christian faith. And they are faith, hope, and love. You talked about how it's like a plant like the roots of a plant that grow in the darkness, and we all have darkness in our life, but there's growth that's going on there. And what's happening is it's actually bringing up nutrients to the stem of the plant and how the stem is like hope that supports the plant and keeps it upright through the storms of life and the storms come to us and then it helps the leaves grow and fruit grow and flowers grow and that fills our our world with color and beauty and nutrition and everything that these things that our world needs so badly you met with miss aurelia pastor aurelia who taught you about rituals taught you about some of the sacred rituals of our faith like 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 baptism like communion like altars And then you told me you each created a prayer altar in your room, didn't you? Where you have this sacred place to pray, pray for those you love, pray for the world, meet with God, all these things. And and we use rituals to mark the important events and promises and times in our life. My hope and my prayer for you is that you would always continue to mark the important times in your life and we do that as a community whether it's baptism and communion or it's bringing food to one another when we're sick we're really good about bringing food to each other or sitting around fire pits and singing together whatever it may be you met with Fran and you talked about spiritual practices and how they help us remember that what God is always with us 
always here. Where is God? Everywhere. Right here. Everywhere. When is God? All the time. Even on the worst day of your life? Yeah. God is there. May you always know this, that God is with you. May you know it through the people that God sends to hold you. May you know it through the peace that God sends to your mind and your heart and your body. And may you know it as you look back over the years of your life and you see the truth of those words in the 23rd Psalm where it says, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And last, we talked about belonging, didn't we? We met and we talked about it and how the church exists to teach the world how to live together, how to belong, and how to make belonging space for each other. You could say the church is our school for belonging. This is where we learn how to belong. And in fact, on Sundays, you you can stop saying, I'm going to church, and you can say, I'm going to belonging school, where I belong. That's what church is, and we're all students here. Just because I have this thing and a suit and a tie and it's a real tie doesn't mean I haven't yet figured out everything there is to know about belonging. I'm still learning, too. We're all students learning from Jesus, learning what it means to belong to the family of God and, and what that means for how we live our lives. And so these are the five pieces that we decided that would be part of your baptism journey. We decided it all together, what it means to be a Christian. But there, there are many others, too. All these pieces and others. There's still more to learn, so much more. In fact, you guys are going to teach us about what it means to follow Jesus as well. You are our teacher, too. We teach one another. That's how it works. And the more we come together and the more we all teach each other about what it means to belonging and raise our hand and say, I don't necessarily feel like I belong right now. Okay, tell me about that. Help me be more of church. That's what we're here for. And it reminds me of our church's logo. Have you seen this before? It's on the front of your guide. Have you ever noticed it before? It's... I'm going to count them. Six strands. Public math is dangerous, but yes, six strands woven together. Mr. Jordan actually created this for us. He's back there. It's a really great logo. What do you see? What do you see when you look at it? When you look at this, what is it? Does it mean anything to you? You've seen it before? You see lines. You see lines. What else? What? You see a cross? Yeah see a cross in there too it reminds me that as the bible says we were all knit and woven together by god in our mommy's tummy that's what i see when i look at that it reminds me that we are called to knit and to weave our lives together you know that's what it looks like to me that's what it means to be a community it reminds me of how a healthy community hugs and holds us like a a knitted warm blanket on our cold shoulders. It reminds me of a woven net, a net that's been woven together, and it catches us when we're in free fall, when our lives feel scary and crazy and we feel out of control. The church is supposed to be a net that catches us and holds us because we don't always have to be perfect and have it together. We have each other to hold 
each other. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's a symbol. And when you each met for, for those five baptism meetings, did you get little pieces of wood? Have you wondered what those are? Like, why do I keep... Oh, he said no, you said yes. <laughs> you, kept, you kept getting little, little pieces of, of wood. Each one gave you a piece of it. It's actually, those actually come together to form a gift that Eric made you. And um, I'm going to show you the prototype here. The prototype is actually our church's symbol. And all the pieces will come together, and you notice there's many colors here. They all fit together to make the woven logo. This is for you to put your, your pieces into. It takes some work, but you can do it. When you put all the pieces together, you know, you'll have this reminder that you have been woven into a community. All of us are weaving our lives together into a, a community of support and love and nourishment. Just like when we met, we talked about trees and how trees will grow their roots together and share food and share energy and warn one another of bugs chewing on one tree so that they, the other trees can respond. They weave their lives together. May you always want to weave your lives evermore into the community of Jesus. May you always find that the community is here to hold you. May you always find even when there's nobody around, you would know that God, our, our triune God said to exist in three people, that's a woven net that holds you as well. Even when you feel alone, you're not really alone. Even God is there as the woven net holding you. So let me give you these. You can work on these later. I'm so glad you want to get baptized today, that you want to weave your lives even more into the community of Jesus. As we prepare for this baptism, I would like for us all to stand and read the baptism liturgy together or litany for baptism. You can find it in the guide if you're looking online. This is an opportunity for the community to participate and affirm Amina and Ali and join in. I'll read the regular font and I invite everybody to join in with the bold. God, you bless us in all kinds of ways. The sacraments you offer us are blessed. You are always teaching us who we are by your gifts, presence, and words to us. For the baptism with water, a symbol of our new life, we give thanks. For the baptism of your spirit, the gift of your presence in and among us, we give thanks. We accept these gifts as a sign of your love and regard, as a sign of you being with us, as symbols of your promises to us. You cleanse, fill, and renew us. With living water, we are washed and filled. With Holy Spirit, we are washed and filled. You come to us with the beauty and gentleness of a dove. We are your children in whom you are pleased. And you come to us with the intensity of a fire. We are your servants to do your work in the world. Fill us anew each day with water and fire. 
teach us to walk as new creation, new creatures, children of God, buried with Christ in death, raised to newness of life. Amen. Amen. At this time, I invite Amina and Ali to step up. Perfect. Perfect. That's perfect. I want you to be able to be seen. My dear Ali, by your profession of faith in Jesus, your commitment to living his way in our world and helping others do the same, I baptize you in the name of the triune God, revealed to us as heavenly parent. Revealed to us as bold and humble Jesus. And revealed to us as fiery Holy Spirit. Buried with Christ in death, raised to walk in the newness of their eternal life. May the fire of their life always light your way, warm your soul, and shine through you into this dark world. Amen. Amen. My dear Amina, by your profession of faith in Jesus, your commitment to living his way in our world and helping others do the same, I baptize you in the name of our triune God, revealed to us as heavenly parent to the parentless, revealed to us as bold and humble Jesus, and revealed to us as fiery Holy Spirit, buried with Christ in death and raised to walk in the newness of life. May the fire of their life always light your way, warm your soul, and shine through you into this dark world. Amen. Amen. Please join me in prayer. Our God, for all the ways you baptize us, that you immerse us into your eternal life, into your unboundaried love, into your extravagant goodness, and into your unending call to join you in the work of bringing healing to this world, we thank you. We ask for mercy and grace and strength, and we say yes. And amen. 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 amen.